0: Welcome to Make Possible Bite Size, a weekly podcast brought to you by Permutiv, championing change in publishing, advertising, and beyond. Each episode, we chat to an inspiring guest about their careers, their lives, and how they're making change possible. Let's bite right in. Hello, everyone. I'm Michael Obanjovi, the customer success lead for North America here at Permutiv. Today on the show, I'm joined by Ken Blom, the SVP of Ad Strategy and Partnerships at BuzzFeed. Hi, Ken. Hey, Michael. How are you? Yeah, not too bad, thank you. How's it going?
1: Pretty good. Uh, you know, first time, long time. I've always wanted to say that on a on a podcast.
0: Alert! <laughs> well, uh, that was your chance. Well done. Um, so, thanks, thanks, uh, thanks for joining me on this episode. Um, how about we start with a, a quick intro on who you are and what you do over at BuzzFeed?
1: Yeah, sure. Um, as you said, uh, SVP of Ad Strategy and Partnerships at BuzzFeed. Um, you know, which which really boils down to help us deliver plan and optimize on our monetization our products and and our ad strategy um you know at BuzzFeed we're we're a diverse you know company and and diverse in revenue streams and and we're always evolving to the market but you know it really breaks down to uh our, our media business which is display pre-roll branded content uh studio and and platform relationships licensing affiliate uh and all the way down to innovation and events um you know so so the way that that we sort of structure the team um is sort of from an end to end and and being horizontal um so we have many groups that you know anywhere from account management um, social insights distribution um to the other side which, which might be more back of the house pricing planning ops research and and effectiveness i'm, I'm sure i've missed a, a few groups here and there um but you know it it, it takes it takes a lot, um, you know. Uh, especially, it's a it's a lot about being adaptable and flexible to to what makes the most sense for the publisher at the time.
0: Absolutely, great stuff. I mean, having worked with you, I know uh, the execution is even more impressive than how you have just kind of mod- modestly described it. Um, to say it takes a village is uh, to say the least. Um, so, yeah, thanks for thanks for running us through that. Yeah, it's been so, several. <laughs> Um so let's kick off with our first possible question. Uh, I'm sure there are a ton to choose from um but what, what are you most proud of?
1: Yeah, I you know I think like this year uh while incredibly difficult a- across um you know so many different different reasons and and factors um there's also been moments of it being oddly rewarding and and finding a lot of truth um and and sort of things that are coming out of that. So I, you know maybe this is recency bias but but short term i'm most proud of how the buzzfeed team has really reacted and adapted and 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 stayed flexible and nimble in in, in the market environments um you know when you look back at march a lot of tough decisions made a lot of uncertainty you know things have gotten better but it's still extremely uncertain um and i think as a as an org and a business we've been you know Getting better about being flexible and adaptable, which which something that I think is going to ring true in, in, in 2021. Um, and then I also wanted to, you know, when I saw the question, I wanted to share a story that I think it was about six years ago. or So when we when we first launched Tasty, um, I was I was running ads on on Facebook, and and a Facebook engineer sort of um, paused all of our accounts and said, "You guys must be." Committing fraudulent behaviors because we were getting you know incredible results from one ad this one ad was reaching ten million people, which was not supposed to happen when you only spend hundred dollars <laughs> um, and and like at the end of the day it's the combination of like content tasty the timing we we broke Facebook and we you know they thought our we were cheating the algorithm um and that that sort of uh at BuzzFeed has always been sort of like my most proud moments to to sort of be sitting, sitting across a few different things and and getting us to a place where like maybe we have a,
0: an edge on the platforms. Amazing. So you you literally were the glitch in the matrix. Right, right. <laughs> I the blue pill that day. I, I imagine that the office was uh, was pretty frantic that day. How, how did you get it resolved in the end?
1: You know, it's funny, it's like, the office probably never knew about this. Um, a, a larger moment that the office really knew about it was when we exploded a watermelon. Um, but as far as our Facebook accounts going down, that was like actually
0: only on, on my radar. That's amazing. <laughs> so uh, moving on to the, the second question. Um, so what are you focusing on today to, to really move the needle for the business?
1: Yeah, I, I touched on it a little bit. Like, I, I think that um, the first part is sort of that flexibility in, in today's marketplace. Um, you know, TV budgets or digital budgets, everything is in flux and advertisers can't see 10 weeks out, let alone three weeks. Right. Um, so how how do we all get our product our process and and everything we're doing to sort of think about that condensed timeline to match what the advertisers are 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 in need of in market right um and i think that's very true it was very true in q3 very true in q4 and and i think there's going to be you know a lot of that happening in in 2021 so you know what what we're focusing on is how do we take um branded you know a lot of those lines of business branded content display and media as well as um you know a lot of the things that we're doing with the commerce and affiliate, and having them all inform each other in a way that can you know be a little bit more turnkey for clients happen in that three to four week time frame um and just really be something where we're you know we're helping as a publisher. With all of the the things that we're doing we're we're sort of productizing it and putting it in into sort of one spot um and at the end of the day this and this is something everybody says like we're we're focused on outcomes outcomes are what are going to drive business uh for our clients and that, that's
0: really what we're anchoring around it sounds like organizationally there's there's definitely uh it sounds like you're going to have to focus on how you maybe kind of reshift the organization to, to, to adapt. What, what does that look like so far?
1: Yeah. Um, you know, we, we've shifted our organization um, from our sales approach as well as the sort of back of house, but, you know, thinking about um, accounts and, and areas of accounts that we can grow um, in addition to to those clients who are a little bit more legacy and lean. So, you know the tr- the traditional thing is as um, grocery changes or you have sort of a shift in the marketplace where everyone's doing on-demand food delivery, you know typically there isn't a team thinking just about that that sector um, and how do we make products and how do we make um, you know uh, media media ad products for them? we're able to sort of shift to that really quickly because as we see something happen and we think it's going to stick around, not just three months, but for, for years, um, we want to cater to that business. So rather than the traditional verticals of entertainment, CPG, and and so on and so forth, we're, we're really focused on what are the verticals that are
0: shifting more rapidly. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's, it's really interesting that you say that. I think one thing that I've heard a lot of um, throughout kind of this year, is that Q2 of 2020 has is has hasten, is really hastened the transformation um, across the board and in, in multiple people's businesses. It sounds like that's something that you can really relate to, obviously.
1: Right, I, like I think the common uh, comment is sort of you know Q2 and COVID accelerated maybe the shift to digital commerce. You know what mm. was going to ten years might take five, um, and, and everything. It, that's just one example. Um, and as we look at those things and we look at the way consumers are spending, and we're trying to think not just about is this what people are doing today, but is it going to be something that's sustainable for for the
0: future? yeah, yeah. great, so moving on to our our final question for today's show um what has been your guiding light for philosophy um in making things possible both personally and professionally?
1: yeah, I think um and this is something i have been at buzzfeed for 8 years and and um something that we said from the early days was having an ongoing curiosity um and and that has been something that you know from our ceo to you know when we're onboarding everyone at buzzfeed that we're con- consistently thinking about um and you know most of our breakthroughs, whether it be tasty or whether it be exploding a watermelon in, in the office, or well, maybe <laughs> breaking Facebook's algorithm, it was because no one said like, "Hey, let's go do this." It was just more like, "Oh, what would it look like if we did that?" And and giving people a lot of freedom and almost living in an R and D environment every day. Um, one, you learn a lot more, but two, it allows you to say, "I'm I'm going to try this, and it's okay if I fail." So let's fail fast if we're going to do it. Um, and and you know that compared with just trying to understand where the market is what platforms are doing and and think two and three steps ahead has has really been sort of the guiding principles
0: that that I've I've thought about a lot um yeah. as well as uh, you know everyone we work with yeah. so it sounds like uh doing enough or doing just enough is is not enough
1: right yeah um, like you know Doing it is fine. Um, thinking about why is, is even better. And then thinking about how, how you know, what might happen in, in two months or two years
0: um, and what do you need to do to prepare for that is, is even more important. Amazing. Um, I think that's a, a pretty solid takeaway for us to end this episode on. Uh, Ken, thank you so much for being a part of today. Um, hopefully you enjoyed it. Yeah, this was great. It was, it was super fast. I can't believe we're done. <laughs> time flies when you're having fun <laughs> so um, that leaves me with thanking all the listeners and viewers for tuning into the Make Possible Size. and um, we'll be back next week with an inspiring guest talking us through what they do to champion change uh, think in exciting new ways and uh, really make a difference see ya thanks guys